Welcome to Plug in India Electric Vehicle Podcast, a weekly show on the happenings in the Indian electric vehicle scene. I'm Amit and I've been the host at the Plug in India show which you might have seen me there before and have been associated with Plug in India since 2016. And right now with me here is Kamlesh Malik, uh, the editor in chief reporter of the Plug in India platform. We also have Farah here, the producer of the podcast. So you guys might be wondering where Abhishek is. Well, he is traveling and having a good time. and that's why i'm here hosting his podcast uh, for you guys this is the 6th episode of the plug in india ev weekly podcast in today's podcast we talk about pravek and ola electric two startups that will rock the ev world so kamlesh you are here with me and what's happening at plug in india hi amit it's good to have you here uh, for a change we've had a lot of fun so we've released the Mumbai to Dell the Tata Nexon EV uh, real life EV story video and uh, it's been pretty popular it's got more than 375 comments and uh, more than a lakh views in few weeks of interest in people who are realizing that you know electric cars can actually uh, be driven such long distances so very interesting uh, story if, if you you guys have not watched it you should definitely watch that video it's on the it's on our youtube channel we've also been busy with uh, uh, the plug in india show so this this month uh, we released the show a bit late uh but it's on now it's out, out there we have all the four episodes and so yeah good stuff going on and lots more coming up next week too so that's so nice to hear kamlesh and let's move on to our today's podcast as i already said we'll be mainly talking about two electric vehicle startups provake dynamics and ola electric this episode of the plug in india podcast is brought to you by our awesome patreon and youtube members For as little as just one dollar a month, you can contribute to the work of Plug in India and help keep the channel independent. Once you are a member, you get access to our Discord server, where you can interact with the Plug in India team members on a daily basis. Go to www.patreon.com/pluginindia or click on the Join button on our YouTube channel. A Bangalore-based electric car startup, Pravek Dynamics, unveiled their collect. electric car prototype the extinction mk1 and it's very exciting as after reva they are the f- kind of the first electric car startup company and they will actually be going in production in late 2021 the electric car will be sold in delhi and bengaluru initially and later in mumbai chennai and hyderabad they plan to offer exclusive lease options only and won't be available for sale to individual buyers so as i said it's only for coffee as we know we all own a reva uh, so yeah. reva was the first company that launched an electric car in india so very interesting to see this startup and they also claim you know that uh, almost 90% of the vehicle is made in india uh, uh, apart from some small high value components that they have imported and uh, pravik dynamics apparently expects to sell around 2500 units of the extinction mk1 electric car every year but that is at least a couple of years away the prototype uh, which they showed uh, in delhi recently uh, has been worked on for more than one and a half years and uh, they ultimately apparently they also have uh, more prototypes being developed including a four door version they also said that these cars will, will be in production by late 2021 so the electric car sports a coupe style design just like the tigor ev from tata there also seems to be an emphasis on aerodynamics the distinct feature is a full led headlamps across the front grille so the led in the front looks pretty interesting we've never seen something like this Uh, in the ice car world 
Yeah, uh, I, I think it gives it a very futuristic uh, look also. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the looks are great. Can be tweaked with a little bit of refining. It looks like they've got a pretty unique design and many people will like this design. Uh, but apart from the design, they also have very interesting specifications. They have a 96 kilowatt hour battery pack. Uh, apparently, mm -hmm. the motor can output the power of 149 kilowatts. You compare that to our 20 kilowatt uh, <laughs> E2 electric car motor. This, is, this has got a lot of power. And the top speed of 196 kmph and acceleration is crazy. 5.4 seconds at 100 200 kmph. Um, also, the range they're claiming 500 kilometers range and a pretty fast charge of 30 minutes that can um, top up the battery up to 80 percent so all in all specifications look great design looks great the team looks pretty interesting they say that 90 percent of the vehicle is made in india localization is good a lot of promise so now let's look at plugin india's take on the car hats off to pravik team i would say creating an electric car in india is no mean feat and localizing and making up to 90 percent of the components in india is also an example of how the indian ev industry is way ahead in terms of making in india compared to other industries like mobile phones, solar panels, and pharma industry. So I really think that, you know, Pravek will actually move ahead, ahead of the Mahindra and the Revas of the world, of India, I would say. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it, it remains to be seen, uh, Amit. They are still a startup yet, and uh, this is baby steps, I guess. Yes. Uh, but, but you're right. If this startup can localize and create an electric car, 90% localized, then even the big companies like Mahindra Tata should be able to create a made in India car, electric car. It's not a problem at all. There are many people who think that EVs are China, China dependency. That's not that's not true. And as you said, we are way way ahead compared to other industries like Sodar, mobile phones, the pharma industry. Hats off to the Pravek team. I think this is a very good start. What I can also say is that looks like Pravek are focusing on the luxury fleet market, right? They also said that they won't sell this car to individuals. They'll only be selling it to the fleets. That seems to be their business model. I, I think their main target is luxury hotels, office complexes, uh, and uh, apartments. I think that's that's where their target is. We can easily picture this classy, beautiful, silent electric car operating in luxury hotels or rented by corporate transport senior management people in full luxury but my issue with that is that you know if fleets are the major application what is the need for having such a high power specifications no hotel or fleet owner would care about a 0 to 100 kmph in 5.5 seconds or top speed of 196 kmph because most of their use is utilitarian use of course they want to travel luxury but uh, these kind of specs does not seem to match what they're targeting it it's surprising that you know ev enthusiasts and individuals can't get these for personal transport because they will be interested in this kind of spec specification. I wonder why Praveg is not offering the electric car to individuals. So that is something that we need to question the company. I think there's another point of observation there that during the reveal event, Mr. Siddharth Babri showed demonstrations on how lithium cells explode when pierced. Also how their metal casing, the metallic casing that they have, can withstand the heat even if one cell catches. Also Mr. Babri made some statements on how in an, in an electric car, we are sitting on a battery which is a bomb, which is not true. We found these kind of statements and those lithium cell fire demonstrations to be irresponsible and counterproductive, especially in front of a national media who will write anything to sensationalize the anti-EV propaganda. And they actually have been doing that. I mean, we've been seeing it and we've been talking about it on our shows that how the mass media is actually so anti-EV. I agree. I think uh, definitely those demonstrations looked interesting. You know, he actually showed how a cell, lithium cell catches fire. Uh, by piercing it. I don't understand why he was giving that kind of a demonstration when he's selling an electric car. That seemed counterproductive. And the people in the audience were basically journalists, right? As you said, I don't understand. So there's some, some questions about this startup, what they're showcasing. Yeah. Uh, when they're selling an electric car, they should, you know, 
not generalize uh, by saying that you know EVs are dangerous or batteries are dangerous. For example, you and I have been owning an electric car seven to eight years, and uh, our batteries, our lithium-ion phosphate batteries, are extremely safe for Indian conditions, and uh, they don't explode like the cells. What he should also, I mean, I don't, I haven't heard of any of our electric cars in India produced by manufactured by Mahindra. Any of them have exploded till date. I think he's using NMC cells. NMC cells do catch fire, uh, but if he's using NMC cells and his applications are just luxury hotels and corporates, then he might as well use LFP cells. Uh, right. So there are a lot of questions we have for Praveg Electric. So yeah, sure. I hope we can meet them and you know and pick their brains on these topics. But until then, we, we let's let's keep these questions going, and uh, you know, hopefully, we get answers soon. So ultimately, Provig will need huge funding to even think about getting into production. If they are only offering leases to businesses, they will need to have a strong financial partner who will invest in these cars. There are many questions to be answered, and hope the team will communicate with the community regularly on updates during 2021. We definitely wish the team all the best and we want them to keep going. Moving on to the next news story in the podcast, Tata Nexon EV subscription cost has been lowered. Tata Motors has actually gone ahead and reduced the cost of their subscription service for the Nexon EV. The monthly rental fee starts now at 29500 in Delhi for a 36-month period. They have reduced the price by rupees 12 1500 I think that's a lot of money that they have cut it down to. Uh, the subscription which is offered by Oryx India comes with a distance cap of 1500 to 2500 kilometers per month. Looks like you can lease a Nexon EV for a period of 12 months, 24 months or 36 months. Earlier there was an option to lease an EV for 18 months. I think they have removed that option now. So in Mumbai city, if you want an entire Nexon EV for lease, the cheapest option would be 36 month lease, which has a cap of 1500 kilometers per month. And that would cost you around 31,400 rupees. And if you want a 12 month lease, uh, this comes with a cap of 2500 kilometers. That would cost you 39,900. So you have both the highest and the lowest monthly cost. And and they have certain other options which go between. So uh, Tata Motors has the monthly cost based on uh, the term length and the kilometers you can drive per month. So that's based on that, there's a, they arrive at a number for you. The subscription plan is only applicable to the Nexon EV XZ plus variant. There is a one-time refundable security deposit of rupees 50,000 apart from the monthly payment. Oryx will install an EV charger, electric vehicle charger, at the customer's home or workplace, one or the other. Leases can exit the subscription anytime during the tenure by giving one month's notice and by paying the pre-termination charge. So at the end of the tenure, what happens is the leasee can end the subscription by returning the car or they can extend the subscription. So you have a choice there. Uh, also, you have to know that uh, when you lease a car, you, do, you don't have to worry about paying road tax, you don't have to worry about paying insurance, you don't have to worry about paying maintenance. All this is included in the lease. Another interesting thing is that Tata Motors has capped the speed, top speed, so you can't drive beyond 80 mph. Let's look at the Plugin India's take on the Tata Nexon EV subscription module. We still feel that the lease prices are way too expensive. In Mumbai, we have to shell out rupees 11,30,400 for a three-year lease. And at the end of the third year, you won't even own the car. We feel this lease may be attractive for corporate fleets who drive about 80 kilometers per day and save money on the fuel. So yes, Amit, I think this definitely this is very expensive. The rates don't seem to be like typical lease leads. If you look at uh, a Nissan Leaf in the US or the UK, the rates are fairly low compared to the rate of the cost of the vehicle. So after three years of four, four years of lease, you're not paying the entire vehicle's worth. But in this case, after uh, after three and a half years, you're actually uh, uh, you're actually paying more than the vehicle co- what the vehicle costs, and then you don't even own the car. So 
looks like Tata Motors does not want people to go on a lease. They want people to buy the car uh, with these rates. Uh, it's very surprising. It, this, are not, this doesn't seem like a lease to me at all. So you're right, Kamlesh. I mean, yes, definitely this lease options and the subscription module is still very expensive. But, you know, maybe their idea is to give the consumer a taste of EV ownership and tell them that they don't really require to keep the car after 12 or 24 or 36 months. This can actually encourage people who are on the fence to use an electric car and they would maybe hop on to the electric vehicle bandwagon. And on the face value, rupees 11.3 lakhs is not a small amount, definitely. Will not encourage too many people also. But we also feel that this might be a way for Tata to pass on the fame to incentives to leases. Okay. Actually, that's an interesting point, Amit. Actually, the company um, who is actually purchasing this car, Oryx India, uh, they might be getting a fame to incentive from the government because uh, it's uh, not going to be a, a personal use. It's going to be a shared use, right? So that so they might procure the car for a lesser amount. But at the same time, individuals are getting the benefit. So maybe indirectly, it's a good thing. Uh, but ultimately, we still feel the subscription plan is still expensive uh, for most people. So moving on to the next news in the podcast, we are talking about Hero Electro launching a new electric cycle with detachable battery at rupees 49,000. They have launched this smart electric cycle in India called F6i, which will be their first electric cycle with removable batteries. The electric cycle has showcased, was showcased at the Auto Expo 2020 and is now available on the Hero Electro website. So the electric cycle has the following features. It has a 7-speed Shimano uh, physical gear system. Uh, the F6i e-bike, the F6i e-bike is also powered by a 36-volt lithium battery. They've not mentioned the uh, ampere rating of this uh, battery pack, so we don't know the exact uh, energy density, energy capacity of this pack. Hero uh, Electro is claiming to be claiming a range of 60 kilometers per charge. Um, also, this electric cycle is a connected cycle, so that's the first thing. An iSmart app with smart connectivity, and uh, it, it connects to the bike via Bluetooth. And there's also a USB charging port. That's also pretty new. So looks like a pretty decent spec e-bike and. Uh, Aitya Munjal, the CEO of Hero Retro, say, said that uh, the F6i is a vibrant and glorious new addition to our ever-growing portfolio of electric cycles. We have introduced it at a critical time when the demand for high-end biking has skyrocketed in recent months. So let's look at the Plugin India's take on the Hero Electro F6i. So Kamish, I know that you have been riding an e-bike for a long time. And what do you think of the F6i, the, the details and the specs that they're, uh, they're launching this? So Amit, at last, uh, uh, Hero Electro has an option with a removable battery. So most of their, uh, well, all of their models uh, have, has a battery that's inside the tube, down tube. So you couldn't remove it. You had to actually, you know, take your bike to the charging point and charge it. Uh, mm -hmm. So at last, they have an option to remove the battery. So that's very important. And, uh, and most cycle, uh, most e-bike brands in the market offer removable batteries. So good to see Hero at last, you know, uh, stepping up. Um, this battery, they, they claim 60 kilometers per charge. In our experience, this battery could be a 10.4 ampere hour battery. Uh, so 36 volts, 10.4 ampere hour. Uh, so that, that that is the standard batteries that comes with e-bikes apart from slightly low version variants too. Also, the frame is made out of alloy, which is a good thing. It, so this should definitely weigh lesser than a e-bike which has a steel frame. I expect 
this e-bike to weigh around 18 to 20 kgs so we will we hope to do a test ride sometime soon uh, we have a hero electro dealer nearby hopefully we'll go get this on test ride and then showcase it on our youtube channel and then we can get more details but uh, so far looks promising uh, looks pretty good nice to hear that kamlesh and we do know that e-bikes are expensive and at rupees 49000 the f6i is no exception to that we thought hero with its clout would localize confidence and maybe launch affordable e-bikes but it might take few years and we hope such e-bikes will cost under rupees 30000 someday yeah i agree because uh, most e-bikes in the market are above cost above 30000 uh, you know hero hero too has some options that cost uh, less than 20 less than 29 28000 but those are like you know extremely underpowered very small batteries and uh, not that practical but uh, i i, ho- I hope in couple of uh, years we have many companies who are localizing components controllers motors and with localization the cost will come down and uh, we can hopefully get a good quality um, e-bike with a large battery that can cost under 30000 so hopefully that will happen soon so this e-bike definitely looks good and build quality also seems nice with wires and cables concealed we look forward to doing the test ride soon and we will be putting up the video on youtube channel which is a plug in india youtube channel so stay tuned and keep watching and you will get to see the review very soon great going hero electro team all the best to you guys so moving on to the last news in the podcast we are going to be talking about ola electric setting up world's largest electric scooter factory in tamil nadu they've actually signed an mou with the tamil nadu government to set up an electric scooter factory with an investment of rupees 2400 crores which will generate about 10000 jobs this will be the world's largest scooter manufacturing facility and it will have an annual capacity of 2 million units wow amit that's pretty impressive uh, looks like ola is putting in the big bucks to create a fantastic electric scooter ecosystem um i, I and uh, they also say, said said that uh, they want india to be a key player in the ev manufacturing space so uh, this electric vehicle manufacturing facility will be a global hub for ola and apparently they also will be uh, exporting the scooters and the electric vehicles that will be manufactured out of this plant to outside india too ola also believes that this investment will reduce india's import dependence and also boost local manufacturing of electric vehicles so as they announce uh, information about this factory so what we know is the company is gearing up to launch its highly anticipated electric scooter in the coming months and we look forward to the launch So let me tell you what Bhavish Agarwal, the chairman and the group CEO of Ola, actually said. We are excited to announce our plans to set up the world's largest scooter factory. This is a significant milestone for Ola and a proud moment for our country as we rapidly progress towards realizing our vision of moving the world to sustainable mobility solutions across shared and owned mobility. This will be one of the most advanced manufacturing facilities in the world. This factory will showcase India's skill and talent to produce world-class products that will cater to global markets. So we also have to tell our listeners that in May of this year, Ola had acquired a Netherlands-based company called Etergo, and uh, Etergo was a startup that was making a pretty interesting electric scooter called App Scooter, and uh, that scooter has a pretty interesting design, pretty high good range, performance, and it looks like uh, uh, and 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 the scooter won a lot of awards. and uh, apparently uh, and looks like ola will be tweaking the scooter for indian conditions and launching the scooter soon you right kamlesh i mean this app scooter definitely has a lot of first uh, you know the factory in tamil nadu will manufacture ola's upcoming range of two wheeler products starting with the electric scooter which features 
As I said, many firsts and including a beautiful and seamless design, unique removable banana battery that is easy to carry and can be charged anywhere as well as intelligent software that elevates the entire consumer experience of owning a scooter. Okay, so coming to Plugin India's take, uh, this is pretty impressive, Amit. We know that in 2019, Ola Etric got massive funding of 1,725 crores from Japanese investment firm SoftBank. This is huge money for any startup and to have that kind of money, I think Ola Etric is prime for disrupting the two-wheeler market uh, in India. This year, they acquired Etergo, the Dutch company, as we said, and that's that has you know ensured that Ola has access to the Etergo's advanced technology and they can speed up development of the scooter and release it hopefully early next year. So all this looks pretty promising. Right, Kamlesh, uh, but we know, we're not sure if there will be major changes that will be done to the scooter and they would launch a world-class product for the global market, which also includes India. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, this scooter looks incredible, right? So first thing you notice is a large and uh, easy navigation display, just like what we have in our Ether. Also, the modular design of the battery pack is pretty cool. I mean, you can choose one battery or two battery or three battery packs based on the range requirements of 80 to 140 kilometers. Also, the curved banana-shaped battery, it fits under the floorboard of the scooter. So that, you know, that gives you a lot of space in the under the seat. So you have a lot of cargo room. Uh, this design is pretty uh, unique and not... Many of the scooter manufacturers have cracked that design to, you know, give a lot of, a lot of boot space and uh, having a model, modular removable battery because it seems a lot of practical. It, it has a removable battery, it has power, it has uh, good looks. Only thing is the price, right? So w what do you think about the price? Uh, what would be a good price for, uh, for these variants? Well, we know that India is a price conscious market. And if you imagine Ola Electric can launch a super intelligent, connected and powerful scooter, I think it would be priced about a lakh to undercut the price of competitors like Aether, Cheta. If they can sell a, a electric scooter, let, let, let's say with the uh, one battery option with under under one lakh and with all these features, they'll definitely be more attractive compared to buying an Aether or Cheta, which is more expensive. So I totally agree there. Uh, ultimately, Ola Electric is, is here to cause disruption and they are, they are focused on electric vehicles. So they will definitely, you know, get all these big eyes manufacturers like TVS, Hero, all to think, you know, and once these... This, once such a big company starts selling a lot of scooters, uh, we'll see a lot more action happening in by the traditional ICE manufacturers too. So, so we'll definitely need more large independent EV-focused companies with no ICE baggage or agendas. This will push the entire EV ecosystem in India. And I definitely wish good luck to Ola Electric team. With this, we come to the end of this week's show. And now let's get some questions and comments. Farah. Do you have something for us today? Yes, Amit. We have a question from Mr. Mohammed. He says, Hi, plug-in. I'm doing research for buying an electric bike and a car as petrol has become sky high. As in, he means the prices have skyrocketed. He wants to know if a technology exists in any country where the cars can be charged in five minutes, like filling, similar to filling up petrol or diesel. So, Mohammed, I definitely feel what you are talking about in this question you know prices of petrol and diesel are just skyrocketing every single day 90 rupees now roughly i mean across india and diesel is also soon catching up now coming back to your question about charging the electric vehicle i mean you usually charge your electric vehicle when you're not doing anything it's not like you're driving and you go charge that's only when you're doing long distances but in an everyday scenario you would be charging your car only in the night when you're sleeping so it gets a full charge and in the morning you have enough and more charge 
for your daily commute. Could be 60 kilometers, 80 kilometers, and that's, I don't think anybody does more than that every single day. Exactly, Amit. I think uh, there's a misconception by people who look at the long charge time of electric vehicles. They think that, you know, they have to wait and they have to keep observing the vehicle while the vehicle is getting charged. That's not the case. Most, you and I have owned electric vehicles, e-bikes, electric scooters. And what we do is we just pull for charge and do other things, right? We, we either sleep or we do other, other stuff that's important to us. And the vehicle is getting charged and you whenever you, you go down and you see the vehicle is ready and you can use it all day. So this misconception yeah. is something that people have to understand. Uh, I think that will take mm-hmm. some time. And Mohamed, you're on the right track. You're looking to buy an e-bike and petrol rates are crazy. 90 rupees now in Delhi, Mumbai and Pune. Uh, it's like ridiculous. And uh, you never know because in tomorrow, tomorrow it can go up to above 100 based on the geopolitical situation of the world. So stay away from petrol and diesel and go with electricity. Electricity is made in India and so it's always, the state rates are stable. It won't fluctuate like this. Uh, good luck and let us know what uh, e-bike or car you're looking at. And we'd like to know more about uh, your purchase. So with that, we have come to the end of the show. Thanks for listening to the Plug in India Electric Bike Podcast. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye guys. We'll see you next week. You can find transcripts for each episode on our website, Plugin India is an EV advocacy group and a social enterprise dedicated to promoting electric vehicles and sustainable transport in India. You can write to us at support at the rate pluginindia.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and follow us and like us there. We are self-owned and not part of any large media organization. If you like to support our work, why not become a Patreon supporter or a YouTube channel member? You can support the show for free too. Write a review, recommend us to your friends and family. Every little bit helps. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify.